All right, Healthcare Experience Matters. We are back today with Dr. Christine Meyer. She's actually a return guest. And before I start asking her a little bit about the value of having medical scribes inside the um, clinic, which she does and we'll talk all about, um, I want to have her introduce herself to our listeners who might have missed our first conversation and just remind us what you're all about, Dr. Meyer. Sure. So I am an internal medicine physician and a founder of my practice. I started 19 years ago, exactly. Um, Our practice has grown tremendously over these years. I was the only clinician. Now we have 18. Um, And with that, patient volume has grown. And our um, sort of understanding of what patients want and need has grown. Enter medical scribes. How's that for a segue? (laughs) Yeah. Tell me about the value of having a medical scribe. I know it's, we've kind of talked a little bit about it before we hit record here, that it's kind of almost like a luxury. Not everyone can afford to have this. So I just want to talk to you about kind of the logistics behind it. Who are you hiring right now as your medical scribes and um, why is it so valuable? Yeah. So our medical scribes, first I'll just tell you what they do. Um, So our medical scribes, come into every patient room with us, the clinician. They obviously document the entire visit in the medical record at the time of the visit. But more importantly, they sort of act like an extension of us, of of the clinician that the patient has just seen. So for example, my, my scribe Jake will come in, we'll do the visit together. He is literally on the computer in the corner typing away while I'm chatting with the patient sit on a stool and look my patient in the eye the entire time. I'm not flipping through a computer. I'm not trying to find something. If I need something, I call over my shoulder. He hands it to me. He's doing immaculate documenting. And then almost as great is the afterwards. So a lot of times in in internal medicine and primary care, patients will leave with like a laundry list of things they need to do, things to remember, meds that were prescribed. Um, And it can be very overwhelming, especially for older patients. So we use our scribes as sort of reinforcers of whatever the messages of that visit. So they will have a printed, you know, after visit summary. I will walk out of the room and start getting ready for the next patient. So I'm out and my scribe is going through the whole thing with the patient, explaining to them, now this is what she wants you to do. This is what you're going to get. So our patients have also started to develop relationships with the scribes. So they'll often reach out to scribes before they'll reach out to me. They're like, hey, I know you said I should follow up in two weeks, or was it two months? Um, So first, it is great for patients. Second, it's great for us. It offloads the pressure on clinicians tremendously, saves us a ton of time. And then to your question about who we're hiring, it's actually great for scribes because all of our medical scribes are typically pre-med or pre-PA students. So we're hiring them yearly. You know, we do go through scribes a lot because almost all of them are taking a gap year while they're trying to get into med school or PA school, and they're getting really valuable experience. And so it's a very unusual thing for someone to go to med school having already spent a year interacting with patients. It's tremendously valuable. So it's a win-win-win for providers, patients, and the scribes. But like you said, it's it's very costly. So you kind of have to factor that into your margin and the overhead of running a practice. That makes perfect sense. And of course, we're talking about this happening in a private practice setting. 
Um, and Jake is a medical student who you mentioned earlier. And is it, um, do they, would a medical scribe always have to be, have some sort of medical background? Um, I want your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, you know, those are the people that we tend to find the easiest. Um, there are lots of people like we have one of our scribes right now is a healthcare business uh, graduate. So, you know, the business of healthcare is her degree and she's one of our medical scribes and does an amazing job. Um, so I think, you know, anybody who enjoys interacting with people and wants to be in healthcare, you know, I think the opportunities there are tremendous. Sometimes, you know, people gravitate towards being like a medical assistant or something like that. But the interactions between a medical assistant and the patient are kind of limited. You know, they room the patient, they check vitals, maybe they'll give an injection or draw some blood, but they're not having the conversations. You know, they're not establishing that long-term rapport as much as the scribes are. So um, I think both roles are really important, but for anyone who's considering like wanting to help people, wanting to be in healthcare, but maybe not on the, the clinical skills side, this may be a, a great opportunity. That is so interesting. Yeah. As someone who wants to work maybe as an executive in the healthcare setting at some point, like you mentioned, this person with the the degree in kind of the business side of medicine, that would be what better way to build empathy for what your business is all about serving patients by being a scribe. That is that is a really I would love to see that on someone's resume or CV if I was hiring. Uh, exactly. Hiring yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you see a lot of this in, in academic institutions or, or um, larger hospital systems? Um, do, do they, are they able to do this that you've just seen mm -hmm. anecdotally? Well, a lot of the big university settings are teaching hospitals. So they'll utilize like their medical students, like to do this kind of thing. Uh, but I have seen in our specialty care, more and more use of, of scribes, you know, in surgical specialties and um, oncology, for example, where the plans can get extremely complicated and where, you know, the face-to-face -face connection between doctor and patient is critical. I mean, it, it's always really important, but you can imagine with an oncologist, you can't have your cancer doctor standing there at a computer the entire visit typing away. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've definitely seen it in more specialties, I think not quite as often in primary care, but with the advent of, you know, AI and uh, virtual scribes, I think there's lots of opportunity there. I really like the in-person scribe. I love the human interaction, uh, but there are definitely ways to do it maybe in a more cost-effective way. Uh, by utilizing some of those other technologies. Makes perfect sense. And I really appreciate that perspective. So no matter what type of medical setting you're working in, it seems like there could be value in at least exploring or playing with the idea of bringing in some scribes and at least maybe trialing it out if you're not already doing it and yeah. seeing if the, the cost benefit um, is there. Uh, Absolutely. This is really great. I'm so glad you're bringing light to a kind of a, a more nuanced thing going on right now in medicine and, and the way that you've approached it from a private practice standpoint and how you're able to, to bring the medical students in for that year or so. Um, is there anything else that you'd wanted to mention about, about this or um, anything else before we wrap up? 
Yeah, I mean, for for me, our practice is in Exton, Pennsylvania. We're always looking to expand our scribe pool. So if there's anyone out there with an interest in medical scribing or, you know, even using it as a stepping stone to the next thing, please email me, Christine at ChristineMeyerMD.com. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we will make sure to put a link to that in the description of today's podcast. Call to action for any medical student out there in the greater Philadelphia area. I love it. Dr. Meyer, thank you again for your time today. It's been an awesome discussion. Thank you so much, Casey. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. To learn more, please visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.